I feel like for the past four months or plus, I've been hearing that it's the 50th year mark of hip hop. So I'm not sure when the actual commemoration date is, but it's somewhere around, I guess, this year. And uh, pretty much when I hear people use the term the culture, I feel like that usually has some type of hip hop connotation or that's really what's pushing said uh, pace. And uh, with this, this just brings me to my next point. I wonder if you ever asked yourself, like, does the positives outweigh, per se, the negatives that hip-hop has brought to our culture? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like when the culture is brought up, it is probably over 80% hip-hop related. You know, it's not, you know, doesn't have an educational overtone or anything like that. You know, it's more entertainment, you know. Questions I wonder if you ever asked yourself. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Nye. Wash, boy, Los, a.k.a. C-A-P. Yeah. Rumble. I I mean, it's something that I've been thinking for a while. It seems to have been 50 years of hip-hop for about the last 50 months. Not even the last. (laughs) I I, I, I thought it was at least 2020 when it just first started. By being, I mean, years. it's always some type of years of hip hop, obviously, but milestone was, years. Yeah, when it was my 40th birthday, I would, it, I could still be saying that, right? Oh yeah, it's the 40th year of Al, the whole year, huh? I mean, that's that's actually a thing. So, what day did hip hop start then? Um, whatever. I damn, we don't know. Oh, I'm looking it up right now. According to Houston. Texas, it would be June 27th. Mm. When them boys first started putting in cough syrup in cups, whatever that, that was. That was the day. June like 27th. them boys just like, you know what? We're going to, hey, put it, hey, put it on the calendar, man. It's first day of hip hop out here, man. This is the first day of hip hop out here, man. I hear man. I hear man. Hold up. Safe That one was safe So I guess. So I guess 50 years of hip hop was like 1973 at some point. Um, it must have been with Cool G and Hook, Hook Grandmaster Don't stop. Welcome to the so, bang bang booger the booger to the booger to the booger to be. Now this I right here. <laughs> I bet Big Chief know that. It's not a test. It. I'm rapping yeah. to the beat. That's, That's what right they say. Okay, but. Um, I, I think this is a little bit of a natural extension to when a couple of weeks ago. Where we say the top big three things niggas ruin and hip hop, rap was one of them, right? Mm-hmm. So I want I want to circle back to that conversation because I think that that's um, interesting in the context of what Rumble is saying. Um, he's talking about is the culture is it always for the good for the bad like hip hop the culture whatever. I think that if you grow up, you know Rumble was born in the nineties. So if you grow up and like when you was a baby, like an infant, mm-hmm. NWA was saying fuck the police yeah. and shit like that. And when you was like 10, it was like, it's getting hot and her. Mm-hmm. And when you was formative, like 15, 16, it was, it was, I pistol whipped that nigga for 40 minutes straight with my, with my shit. shit. Fuck, fuck up, up his, his face. face. Maybe your opinion of hip hop is that it might be detrimental to the culture. And then like when you get into your age, like in your twenties and shit, they talking about some drugs, drugs, kill, DS4, nigga, do lean, codeine, pop another pill, nigga. Mm-hmm. Maybe hip hop feels like a thing that's detrimental to the culture. But what I will say is this. No matter how much we hate and don't give a shit that De La Soul coming out with another album. I do remember a time when it was like health self-destruction. You had it for self-destruction. Mm-hmm. I remember 
um, you know, fight the power. Uh, you mm-hmm. got to uh, fight the power. Fight yeah. the power. Uh, that little, uh, I don't know what that that shit was nasty though. Yeah. When it coming, coming, in coming area, and coming was doing his thing and all of that. Yeah, yeah I mean, and we, yeah, we could, and we could, we can pinpoint other, um, 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 um positive, uplifting rappers where. Mm-hmm. Hip hop always wasn't a negative force in society, is what I'm getting at. Um, well, I, I, I agree with that, but I think too, um, your perception of hip hop is what you listen to, mm-hmm. um, whether it's negative mm-hmm. or positive. You like those are kind of the mainstream things we're talking about. We're speaking of right now, but I think some people who always gravitated to that positive side of hip hop. I only I mean? listen to J Cole and and Kendrick yeah, Lamar. Like some people who really don't listen to the shit we listen to. You know what I mean? Or don't <laughs> subscribe to the what the radio play. Like our biggest thing is I ain't gonna listen to shit y'all want me to listen to. He might he might catch a motherfucker six months down the line and be like, oh that shit was hot. But if everybody out saying listen to this right now, listen, 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 and he don't fuck with that guy, you know, listen to it. It's people like that, like you who only listen to certain types of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like. I mean, they listen to actual hip hop, not rap more so than anything. Like they, they listen to cy, uh, cy, uh, cypher, cypher, and uh, <laughs> and you know those guys like De La Soul. Like they, that's what they cypher. own. Listen to Cypher and Katie. Uh, no, nah, what's the one name? Cypher. What's the one name? Man, he is Cypher. Cypher. Yeah, like they listen to him. Like so, like they listen to those people. Like it's people who just only subscribe to the positive side of hip hop. And but they people, don't necessarily make that the positive side just because they don't be talking about murder, murder, kill, kill. Like people would run up all day and talk about Nipsey Hussle was, oh man, that boy was on some elevated shit. But if you go listen to Nipsey Hussle music, he, he talking about, about extra shit too. shooting people and yeah, to my standing on business, yeah, with that it's shit. But I mean, a lot of it is real life though. Like you can't. I, I feel well, like does that make it the positive side or the you know yeah? I, mean? I agree. I agree with that. But I'm saying this thing. I think hip hop is subjective because. But they, a lot of what they're talking about is still really going on in the streets. You know what I mean? It's really going on in the world. Like, so, you know, now whether that person is doing it or whether they're not doing it is another thing. You know, like that drill music shit is something new. Like, that's some different shit right there. Like, oh, yeah, that's some weirdo shit. That's, that's some different shit. Like, that, that shit right there is different. But we had, we had dudes, you know, uh, growing up with, I guess, our, our formative years of hip hop. Uh, NWA, all those guys, you know, Tupac, them boys, but he had a bunch of different sides of him too. You know what I mean? Like even Ice Cube had uh, today was a good day, but he did have so, no he had no Vaseline as well. You know what I mean? So I think I think I don't think they right now I don't think they show as much range as our our the, well the beginning where we came where we came from though those rap artists did they don't so show as they, much range. You're right. And they got a lot of people out here who we could talk to and say, yeah, what's my definition of what's hip hop? Yeah. And, you know, when we had, um, just Devon's a really good person to kind of speak to this because he's a music head. He'll give you a lot of things that you may or may not have heard of. Mm-hmm. And just last week, he he co-signed with The Voice said, which is mm-hmm. Shmino. That we don't, we don't know shit about Shmino, but, for, you know, people was like, okay, Shmino might jam. Okay. Let me tell you something. I know of rappers. I have rappers. Maybe never said this on the podcast. Maybe have, maybe haven't. But my favorite, like, what I would say positive style rapper out here right now that I listen to all the time mm-hmm. is La Russell. And um, if y'all not on that La Russell, I don't even know who that is. That boy is a fool. Mm-hmm. From 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 the um Vallejo. Okay. Up there in the, in the Bay Area-ish. You know what I mean? Go get that bag. Yeah, that was that was one of his hits, but he got a lot of other hits. Oh, go get that bag. That's right up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, bag. I bag. Yeah. Okay. But he said some shit the other day. He was on socials talking about some. Uh, the problem with it is, in like the NBA, you wouldn't just let a whole bunch of garbage dudes in the league. Y'all be letting a whole bunch of garbage dudes in the league in rap. Yeah. And 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 that allows a whole bunch of foolishness. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that makes sense. Because if you really think about it, a lot of these cats who, um, like you just brought up the drill music, that ain't even good rap. That's not even rap to me. Like two or three, that's not even hip hop, like you said. Yeah, like two or three even. of them could go. Man, the rest of the, man, I, I, you know, every, when I end up hearing this, sadly enough, it's when one of these little dudes get killed, 
or they say, oh, it's the 10 year anniversary of a YFS um, um, Nike. And I'm like, oh, who is YSF Nike? And I go look it up. And I'm like, I want to watch his song. And it's him and 20 dudes in a, in a kitchen with guns, mm-hmm. pointing them at the screen, talking about, uh, and, I'm, and I'm smoking that that Rodney pack. Yeah. And I'm smoking that Ricky pack. That's not right. I'm smoking that, that, al- that alpha pack. And yeah. I was like, what are you, like, all you talking about is shooting people, killing people. It's just the wildest, it's just have, the wildest shit you can possibly say on a on, on recorded diss somebody. Like, that ain't rap. NBA don't Young Boy don't even do that type of shit. Nah, he ain't that wild. He well, he not, he, he's more of a rapper than that. Yeah, yeah. He, got, more of a, he has a skills. Player. He has skills. Yeah. yeah. Like, even uh, my, my favorite, I'll say this, my favorite positive rapper is The Uncle, man. I rock with The Uncle all day. Shout out The Uncle, bro. I'm rocking with The Uncle, man. That's my favorite positive rapper, bro. I'm rocking with The Uncle, hands down, against any of you niggas, bro. Stand up. Shout out to Uncle. As you should. As you should. You got to have your favorites, man. That's one my time favorite, for the uncle. Uh, one time. The uncle be talking about that he going he gonna to put one on you, though. You put a hot one in your back. I heard a song or two. If you try him and try to take his, his, tur- <laughs> his twin turbo, which he should. You know what I'm saying? But that's only self-defense. That man uh, is right to bear arms. He, he definitely stands up for that. It is what it is, man. Shout out to uncle. Again. And shout out to you. Yeah, that's because my guy. If I was driving my twin, twin turbo and somebody tried to take that, shit. What would that do, my nigga? Definitely <laughs> burn my boot in. That'll burn my boot in. Man, listen. It's been a week. It's been a week, man. Let me tell you one thing that burned my boot in this week, man. The first thing that burns my boot in this week is that y'all messy out here in these streets and y'all like mess. How y'all condoning Usher and Kiki, whatever, doing a little, being on this video and shit? Nah, like that shit trifling. And y'all all trifling for, for, for rocking with that. What video they on? I thought, buddy, I, I saw some of them on Baller. They moved on. He moved on. The, all of that's all at the same time, dog. Kiki Palmer uh, and uh, Usher, he got a video called Boyfriend and she in the video. This new? It probably was shot. It pro- no, it's probably no, was shot today. After. It, no, I'm saying it just came out today. It was shot. Best the video came out today, but it was shot yeah, before yeah. that thing. Before that, she no it was shot after they did that to play with that man. Nah, he got a heat. Nah, nah, nah. Kiki that- Palmer stars in Usher's boyfriend video. Let's just say that the- her relationship breaking up. Oh, so all they done? Oh, okay. Oh yeah, she childish. Usher don't care. Yeah. Oh shit! Don't want Kiki Palmer. Let's be let's be clear. But y'all out here in these streets celebrating that now them cheering parents not together. I mean, a lot of cheering parents are together, bro. That ain't no. <coughs> if, if 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 that if that if that right there break your your, your little home up, bro, it wasn't, it wasn't gonna be no home. It was gonna be something else. But y'all celebrating that is what I'm saying. It's celebrating people the with video. nobody at home celebrating that. No, they're just celebrating the energy. Oh, misery love company, boy. Stop that. You know that. There you go. That's why I'm getting that. That's what I'm getting at. Me, yeah, she don't need no man anyway, nigga. She got her own bread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To that, she got a boy or girl. Man, I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. them people like that. Yeah, you know me. I don't pinch nobody like. If she got a boy, she gonna need the nigga at the wild. When they Bye. told me it was Kiki Palmer and Usher, you know, I actually was like, the bitch from um, the Apollo. <laughs> Kiki Palmer, she was fine though, boy. That little that little chocolate thing was nice. That's not Palmer damn. though. It's Kiki something. Kiki Shepherd. Shepherd. That's what, but damn, Kiki got to be sixty nine. Kiki Shepherd older than sixty nine, boy. What you think? You might be right on, okay? You might no, be she Kiki Shepherd. Old. She's sixty seventy two. Damn, she's my mama age. Yeah, okay, Kiki. Damn, so I was looking at Kiki Palmer like looking at my mama. That's crazy. Kiki Shepard, bro. Say her name right, man. Kiki Shepard, yeah, my Kiki Shepard, she, she was bad up back in the day. Because she used to be out there walking around, cutting, like, like hosting her ass off. She was yeah. the black man away. Literally. Literally. I don't know so, what she's like. How much did the, do you think, like, how much did the, the Apollo pay? Not a lot. <laughs> Not a lot. Can't 
been a lot. Can't have been a lot. So what you like? Can't have been a lot. Then she had another job or something like you know what I'm saying? Like nah, she probably was just good or had a dude or something or had or she was good with the money she had, had enough to take care of her little family. But then you gotta start working at some point. You can't keep walking. Probably gave her two thousand dollars episode. You came out every week. Make a hundred thousand. That's the goal, ain't it? Right? <laughs> That's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> Six figures. That's the nigga goal. The nigga goal is a hundred thousand, boy. Niggas a week. Nigga, a hundred thousand, boy, boy. Can't tell him he ain't make it to them right. to them bill stars looking like a hundred and fifty. She probably she probably live walking distance in Harlem. Oh, right? well, you know you walk. You know you gotta walk in Harlem. You ain't got no car. Got her a little flat. Then all, all she, uh, grandparents uh, gave her one of them brownstones. You know what I'm saying? Like, handed down one of them brownstones. Nah. That bitch, that's bitch, $7.9 million a day. And they didn't let y'all keep them. They put them taxes on their ass so they couldn't afford them. Nah, you just, just struggled through it. That struggle bus. But $100,000 a year from the, uh, in the eight and the 90s, nigga, that's a lot of money, man. I was like, yeah, 80s, 90s. Yeah, that was a, that was a bunch. That's a whole lot of um, Dapper Dan jackets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, <laughs> <laughs> t-shirt, man, t-shirts. Listen, uh, sp- speaking of, man, like, let me tell you the, the next thing that, uh, well, not even speaking of. Let me go to that. Um, I was watching a documentary earlier today on Biz Marquee. Um, <laughs> For real? Yeah, it's on Showtime. Actually, the funniest nickname I ever gave to a nigga, like, just close your eyes and picture This nigga looked exactly like this nickname I gave him. Mm-hmm. I called the nigga Biz Mark Ingram. And oh. that nigga... That Big nigga, nose. Nigga, nigga like a mix between Stocky Biz Marky and Mark Ingram. Nigga. Swole nigga. <laughs> with a little beard, but with the ugly mouth. With the... With the... <laughs> that mouth. <laughs> Biz Mark Ingram. Oh, anyway... <laughs> That mouth. So, so it would appear if you watch this documentary, Biz Marquis went to high school with Rakim. He put Big Daddy Kane on. He fucking like was partners with Dougie Fresh. He was in the Cold Crush crew. Like, they don't pay I'm shit. Like what? No, but my thing was I didn't know Biz Marquis was like a real like force in like early hip hop. Like, oh, I knew that. I knew that because all niggas always shot him out there. I respected him like they did. But he had yeah, to work to the work to the day he died. It had though. to be special ed though, huh? No, not special ed. Let's say he was on a spectrum, but he had he had a skill that he was good at. Like he had a skill. He just looked like that. That don't mean he was dumb. Like a lot of people look dumb. No, but if you hear the stories about how that man just be popping up to people's house, like people was like, Yeah, he biz Marky would be the only person who was like he come to my thing to get a, a outfit made and he just stay out here and talk with me till two, three in the morning until the sun broke. And I'm like it's like a couple, a lot of the stories was borderline like 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 Dougie Fresh said, yeah, he gave him his his home address. Like he's like, yeah, I told him like, yeah, just pull up at the house someday. He said the next day he came home and that man was sitting down eating cereal in the house with his mama, like waiting for him. And he was like, yeah, and that nigga came every day for the next four like four weeks, just was at my house every oh, day. Oh, that's that's yeah, that's spectrum above, spectrum plus. So, I mean, I'm not saying nothing about that man, like whatever. Nah, like that, but that's that's scary. Like, I, I'd have, I'd have got nervous. Some characters back in the day, and he was yeah. like skinny fat. Yeah, he was skinny fat. At yeah. the end, I guess he was fat fat, but he was skinny fat. But he was telling that his man hell. Died. Why? Because he beatbox. Beatbox, and he's a good DJ. Like he had parties rocking till the day he died, bro. That boy was. Still I mean, yeah, that's that. So after that, you got what I need. But and I'm then, talking. I ain't, I'm not talking about rapping. After he was finished that song, they sued him for like sampling and shit, and then that man just quit rapping. So that's why he saw DJing after that. We ain't work for him. I mean, but you say you have to work to the day you die because DJing probably don't pay a bunch of money either. But they pay a lot of money. You just don't have no benefits or nothing if you don't put nothing up. You got to actually be in the club to DJ. Exactly. No DJ. No, I mean all bullshit decide DJ and pay money, but you just got to be out there doing it. You got to go. Like if you, like if you a, a famous DJ, that man probably like doing vet, that's Biz Marquee. Right? And I'm like, yeah, that's not. No, he was getting hundred thousand dollars a, a, a weekend. Yeah, that's not. That's not um, DJ so and so from around the corner who be. Yeah, but then we know how many kids he got. You know, bills, and he yeah. stay in New York. But I'm saying, even if he go to like 
like he the forty forty club with Jay Z one. Yeah, that man probably making a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you get a hundred thousand a weekend advantage. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, easy. If you're nice, nice with it, rock easy. the party. Probably more. Um, but anyway, this just came up on that thing. Listen, let me come back to something else that burned my Buddha this week. Um, first time ever getting heat exhaustion, man. Burn my Buddha. You got heat exhaustion? Out of there. Describe when? In the working out in the garage? Nigga, okay, so I woke up Sunday, got in the garage, did my thing, took a shower, uh, chilled out a little bit, went and watched the Saints by the boy Harry. Mm-hmm. Game was about to be over, I left, went out to catch. Uh, little mama softball practice. Mm. Three, three, three p.m. Sunday, hundred and two degrees outside. Did you have you I had some I, bruise over there by hair or nothing? Just I, did, I had I had I had two bruises. Mm-hmm. Got out there to the field. First hour it was an hour and twenty hour and a half practice. First mm-hmm. hour I was moving around, running with the girls, doing whatever, whatever. By the hour mark, I was like, yeah, I'm drenched. Mm-hmm. I can't stop sweating. And now I'm feeling like I need to throw up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I go sit down. I'm drinking water. I got my water out there with me. Yeah. I can't drink can't, can't break this sweat. Just keep sweating. I'm like, oh, shit. Then I, I'm like, let me stand up and go over there. As soon as I stand up, I'm dizzy. Start seeing kind of stars and shit, nigga. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. So I sit down on the ground. They call practice. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't even, I'm like stumble to the car like I'm drunk. Yeah. Get to the car, <clears throat> don't talk to nobody. Mm-hmm. Put, turned on the AC max, rolled this, like laid the seat back and just laid in that bitch. And then, um, so I had come like, get in. And she get in and she like, you good? I'm like, yeah, just, I'm just about to chill for a while. Yeah. So I fucking, I laid out for that for about, I don't know, 10 minutes. Was drinking some Gatorades that people bought me. I was like, all right, cool. Kind of pulled my head back together. Mashed to the house. As soon as I got to the house, dog, I couldn't even do it. I had to take a shower, took a nap for about an hour and a half, then had mm-hmm. to get up and drive to Austin for work. <gasps> Trash, nigga. <gasps> that you still good when you got to Austin, though. Nope. Now, look, I, I could keep telling you a story because heat exhaustion going to turn to something else in a second. So, I like told you I got there. I had to put some slides together and shit. So, I ended up being up to like 2.45 in the morning. <sighs> I got to put my slides together, did what I needed to do. Had a productive day. Then when we got back, we had to go to this little event. So, I didn't get back to the room till like 9.30. Mm-hmm. Took another shower. I'm like, cool, I'm going to give me some sleep. I went to sleep about 11, mm-hmm. 10.45. Nigga, I woke up in the middle of the night that next night throwing up. Yeah. And I was throwing up all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, just tired, exhausted. I finally got, drove back to Houston. Don't know how I even got back to Houston, honestly. Mm-hmm. Got my ass back over here, walked straight upstairs. It was around 2 or 3, 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Went straight to sleep. Slept from 3 to 6. Got up, did what I had to do around the house for a little while. Went back to sleeping by ten. Slept from ten to to seven this morning. Yeah. So it was really like a goddamn three day thing. Yeah. That kind of just my body just wasn't right for some days. I I, I, I put you in them liquid IVs, bro. Mm. Best friend in the whole wide world. Liquid IVs. They sell them at uh, HEB, right by the uh in the same. Was it like Pedialyte the, type shit. It come in a little package, but them bitches liquid IVs, bro. That shit check you back. Like if you have like, uh, I take them uh, football practice and shit. I take one before, and then uh, I drink that bitch after when I get home that night. Uh, if I'm if I'm about to go do some wild shit, like say we got if I say I do some wild say we go out do some Saturday, and I get up Sunday I'm drink one of them liquid IVs. We go Sunday watch the Saints. When I get through, I'm gonna drink another one. Like, Man, that shit sound like BC powder, nigga. Nah, that ain't BC powder. Drugs, it's li- liquid, nah, it's liquid IV, boy. That shit 
jump your back, bro. It ain't no, ain't no VC. Bro. Ain't no like, it ain't no drugs. Like in a little, it's like it electrolyte. It's buku electrolyte. It ain't water. You put it in water. Then what you just drink Pedialyte? It's it's way ten times better than Pedialyte. Ten times, but ten times electrolyte, which really is the same shit as getting a, a fucking COVID shot. It's better than that. Because <laughs> it don't, it don't, it don't have you get you know, heart problems and shit. That's what they said. Liquid IVs. That's why they. But nah, liquid IV. That that that. Hey, that heat shit ain't no joke though. Yeah, I ain't never had it happen to me before. Um, I I felt like I've been talking about this too. They was like, nah, that's exactly. They was like, you was blacking out. You Mm -hmm. felt like you was kind of cramping. You was fucking just no, just couldn't stop sweating. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, that shit was nothing nice, and it just came on like. Boom. I was out yeah, there like it. regular, throwing, throwing, hitting ground balls, catching, mm-hmm. fielding, doing the whole nine. Damn, boom. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I can't even see right now. Yeah. This is the shit. I and did. you don't get no, you don't sleep either, so that too. Well, that part. And I don't eat. But That's a big part of it. <clears throat> but I was, I was just drove about Tuesday, how I just woke up throwing up Tuesday, like, damn, how the fuck? I was like, my body was just like, nah, nigga, go back to sleep. Nigga, we old. Who you telling, dog? <laughs> All that rah rah run around. You gotta gotta agua that daddy. Mm-hmm. It is. Hey, it's different. Um, now nah, we could talk about a lot of things. They got a lot of little stories out here in the news. But look, I just told y'all. I just get was being real, um, real vulnerable. <laughs> I didn't have me a little week so far. So For the y'all listeners, get, y'all gonna get what y'all what y'all gonna get. Mm-hmm. And don't throw a fit. And I'm gonna try to get well. <laughs> and I'm gonna try to get well. And then we'll go from there. So uh, start with this. So some stories I've been hearing recently. I just kind of want to get you a little take on it. It's just wild how. Um, so something I was talking about <clears throat> when I was in Austin mm-hmm. was just this idea of equity and inclusion. I talk a lot about it in my work. And I told people this, and I tell this to anybody who who listened. I say, don't ever take no job where you the equity director. Because as soon as them white folks feel like, nah, we don't Uh care about that shit no more, they're going to get You're gone. We don't have that position anymore. And it's only for seasonal. Like, those jobs are only, like, seasonal jobs. Like, we're really seasonal, um, situational jobs. Like, Mm -hmm. um, something happened, you know, George Floyd, it's a whole bunch of equity, you know what I'm saying, that's fire right now. Like they got them jobs, and they look. They probably in HR somewhere, and you know, all looking for work, or being a um, what they call them, a, um, a, a, what you call a teacher right now, like so mm. associate teacher. So, you know, you gotta picking your poison when you certain jobs you have that's situational or seasonal. Well, they said Hopefully it a lot. Now, that. I yeah, I would have never taken a job that that was in a title. So that's not in the title of my job, but that is one of the job descriptions to talk about these things, and. It's very obvious that we've come to a point in time where um, people don't want to hear about diversity, equity, and inclusion anymore. Like people, not when I say long. people, I mean I mean white people. They don't want to, hear, and I mean I mean racist. Yeah, not for long. Um, and not even racist. It's just bigoted people. Mm-hmm. They 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 like I don't want to hear anything about diversity, equity, inclusion. I don't want to hear about a lot of stuff, and. They make their voices very loud. It's a it's a loud minority because it's not mm. a lot of people. It's not the majority of people. The majority of people I've come to realize in my life are reasonable people. Yeah, they like the majority of people are like you can have an abortion if you want. That's your business. I don't care who you fucking. <coughs> um, if y'all say Black Lives Matter, cool. They shouldn't be killing y'all. Yeah. <coughs> but a few. Just a little different. Let me tell you about some of these people. Target is getting a whole bunch of shit right now where they're trying to um, fine-tune its approach to Heritage Month um, sales. (laughs) Because when you go to Target, if it's Black History Month, big displays. Black History Month, come get you some shit, Mm whoop-de-whoop. And they they let it slide. Mm Mm-hmm. But then last month, oh, Gay Pride Month, when they had the damn, um, the rainbow slippers. 
Oh, people was going to Target and like ripping down the clothes and stomping them and and pushing down racks. Way too much. Way too much. Because they were saying, "Y'all over here trying to make our kids gay Mm -hmm. by putting this satanic because y'all putting this up around our kids." Cut. What you think about that foolishness? Well, number one. If your kids live in this world, those people are everywhere. Hmm. They might be their teachers. They might be their principals. They might be people that, that sing in the church. People they see, people who check them out. The people at the bounce house place. Uh, everywhere. People who do your who might cut or do your child's hair. Like, you, you, you can't outrun some certain things. Whatever your child going to be, they going to be. I think people still are of this mindset of that it's the world's job to raise your kid. And it's not. You know what I mean? If your kid has questions about certain things, you answer them as a parent. You want to talk to your kids about certain things to make sure that they hear from your mouth first and you can kind of control the narrative of how they think or how they how the information is related to them. You cannot rely on just because your child sees that and think that's just going to automatically turn them some type of way. They ask the question, hey, what's that? Hey, this is what this is. You explain it to them, and they have on the way you want to in your household. That's your job, you know. That's your child, you know. However, you explain stuff to your kids, or how you explain stuff to your kid. I'm not in the business of telling people how to raise their child, but it's up to you to explain those things. I cannot be upset because those things are out in the world because that's the world. You know what I mean? It's not in my house. If you don't want that in your house, it's not in there. You know, so you you cannot you cannot be upset because. Somebody's doing something like they got gay cartoons out. Do your son watch the cartoon with the little boys holding hands and the, the two dads and stuff? Not that I know of. Mine doesn't either. I'm not letting them watch that. I cause he it's in my house. You're not watching that, man. You know, it's it's really simple. You know what I mean? Like I they people are all over the place with it. Um, I mean, I just think that it's a very it's a very 2023 American thing to just kind of be so enamored with other people's business in that way. I think Target's doing nothing wrong, man. I, I I noticed it, though. When I walk in there, it's like, damn, they got a lot of gay pride shit in here. But fuck it. They letting them people, they celebrating them people. Who cares? I don't care. I'm not. That, that's not the, I'm not going to this section. <coughs> as long as I can what? go back there and get them little graphic tees for, uh, on sale... For nine nine nine, I be wanting <laughs> um, them little uh, damn, what's the name of them little shirts they got that fit pretty good. Them black t shirts that fit good. What them name of them shirts is back there? No, you talking about the Goodfellas? Yeah, no, not them. It's, it's another kind. They got Goodfellas and they got one, another that, that fit in your shoulders. Like Goodfellas is big all over. The ones yeah. that fit your shoulders and shit, right? But um, they got those back there for the little cheap price. They got of all of all man. No, not of all man. I don't remember what it's called. But anyway. Uh, yeah, the, you know what I'm talking about. But they fit good. And, you know, I'm cool. Like, I don't, and plus, I don't go to talk. I don't be in talk like that anyway. That's about my uh, pay grade. I'm more you of go a to Dallas, Wally, I'm, Yeah, the Wally World? No, nah, I'm a Family Dollar guy, bro. Um, family Dollar costs more than everything, boy. Stop that. Dollar do. General don't. Family Dollar high as hell. Family nah, Dollar yeah. is, the, is, the, is the biggest scam in American history, man. It's in history. Smaller portions. And ain't, they charge you less, but it's ain't nothing smaller. in there a dollar. Mm-mm. That's the scam. <laughs> because nothing the scam that. is they make you think Dollar Tree, Family Dollar, and Dollar General are all the same thing. And, and they're different now. Family Dollar, damn sure ain't them boys. No. <laughs> At all. Family Dollar means a family of dollars you about to pay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, dollar Tree is yeah. still a dollar store. That's, still That's a dollar, dollar store. store. That's a real dollar store. The rest of them, family dollar ain't no dollar store. But nah, I'm, I'm a wild, wild world. I'll just really go get me some regular shit from the store. Well, I mean, my point is, I just, I see the stuff all the time, and I just think that it ain't never in my business. Who cares? Do you think? But it's one of those things about America that's like, hey, man, y'all giving them gay people too much, too much um, respect. So now we gonna, we got to fuss about it. Another story that's kind of similar. You remember a couple of years ago when them boys went into Starbucks and they called the police on them in 2019? Yeah. Um, the black dudes, and then it was a mm-hmm. whole big thing, whatever. So a couple of months afterwards, they fired the regional director or whatever because she was like, 
the person who like was over that whole situation. Starbucks. Yeah. Man, why that motherfucker sued Starbucks and was awarded twenty five point six million dollars, and then this week they gave an extra two point seven million dollars for back pay, front pay, tax gross, and court documents or some shit like that. What about um, the dudes who were wrongfully accused? Did they get some money. One dollar from the state, and plus an undisclosed thing. But they got one dollar each, and then like. $200,000 investments in the programs in like the Philly office. So they did get a private settlement. They damn sure ain't got that much money. But the whole thing is that woman's lawsuit says she was fired because she was white. She was fired for being crazy. white. And you the courts. She had, a, she had a great lawyer. Well, number one, I think what happened was they filed her. They, they probably filed her wrong. They went the wrong way about filing. Like, that's the only way you get that kind of money. You got a fire-ass lawyer, because that's crazy. Hmm. You wasn't hmm. even a victim in this. At all. You know what I'm saying? You got well, fired that, a month later for fucking... Down ahead. the line, you might have... But nigga, the, come on. If the people... Who, the reason why you got fired, those people, if they ain't get more than you, it's an issue. Hmm. That's crazy. So now she ain't got to work ever, ever, ever again. Ever. Ever. Even if she right when she do it the right way, her kids ain't got to work. Kids, kids ain't got to work. That's wild. But I don't know if people ever really see all that money that they be seeing saying in these lawsuits. That part I'm mm, not sure about. Depending on how they, yeah, we we thinking like you should get a. Well, I'm thinking you should get a check. Like here you go right now. They might just okay. Well, we ain't got it all. Well, Starbucks can't say that though. I think when you sue some uh, somebody, they can say, well, I ain't got all that right now. You can get it when I get it. Oh, you see, but I don't think. Starbucks, Starbucks can't it. say, can't say, well, we ain't got $25 million on the books. Well, y'all y'all made it today in one location. You're not wrong about that part. I hadn't really thought about it from that vantage. Point. Like, companies can't use that excuse. Well, big companies. They might, they might pay you out in installments, maybe, but you can't use the excuse that you don't have it. They, they can set deadlines when you're going to get that money. Because you can't, you, it's Starbucks, bro. Like, You'll make that 25 back. What's to get? Like worldwide in a month, maybe. But no, less than that in a day. Mm. Starbucks? It's always a line at Starbucks in the morning. I just think it's wild that somebody would sit down and a judge in a court would just would agree with that. And be like, Well, yeah. you got but we're looking at it as moral, like we're looking at it as common sense. When you in the courtroom, it's about how you present the case and the facts about like the actual case. The evidence you have on the actual case. It's not about what really makes sense in a courtroom. It's about what you can prove and what you can not disprove, but like fight against. So it's all about what you can prove. <laughs> it is. Like OJ got off. <laughs> well that there's that part. <laughs> we knew he did it, but they couldn't prove it. But I still feel like they got some race involved with this that would even allow them to get True. off at this point. True. Some backlash, but anyway, I'm just saying. I think it's a bigger idea about just kind of the state of our um, our country right now. And speaking of, you know, just kind of a little adjacent to that is the state of our city, the state of our state, but the state of our city. So we did the dumb stuff, and uh, we got you know we embroiled in the biggest school district takeover in the nation, probably yeah. in the history of the nation, mm-hmm. um, in HISD. And um, just this week, they started school in about two weeks. They had their PD, their professional development, kind of what I do for a living, man. Come teach the teachers. Exactly what you do for a living. Bruh. They said it was a shit show glyphy, dog. What you heard hey. about that, Los? So these people decided to have, down there, everybody in HISD, all the employees in HISD. But mind you, HISD... Like it's one of the largest school districts in US. So mm-hmm. they had them in one spot. And it's called the NRG Arena. Um uh what would you say? Like, what can we compare that to? Can we compare that to anything where people would know? What the NRG like, arena? Yeah, the little NRG, but it's like nigga, a, it's the, like a the Superdome, nigga. Yeah, like that. Like, but so they had all the people in one spot. In one spot, everybody, and they had rooms for each PD, and they thought that shit was gonna work smoothly. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> like it wasn't. It's like you, you had a probably more people than an actual football game. The intensive football game come to one they spot. Was, they out, was deep. They was deep and learn. So they had, had people in the hall. They had a fight. They had fights in there. Uh, people was getting like they had to like they, they had to call nine one one and that thing. Ambulance had to come. Somebody said a teacher had a teacher had um, uh, uh, anxiety uh, attack, anxiety panic attack, attack. That's what like it was. panic attacks and stuff in the hallways. It like the videos because they uh, couldn't fit all the people in the classroom. So you so now you oh, you can't come. People can't get in the parking lot. Like now nah, y'all gotta go. Like me personally, if I was a teacher, I'd put them so that I'd be like I ain't. It's nowhere in the hell y'all gonna be in no company or not. Mm. I'd have put up in there and be like, nah, I'm good. I ain't gonna hey, sign for me. Sign for nah, me. Nah, I ain't sign. Who? who? It ain't got that many pins, Al. <laughs> now you talking about COVID? You talking about you wanna get you wanna bring COVID back? That's that's the perfect way to bring COVID back. But I just, I just I, you know, it's just it's just it's just one of the examples of how people just think the teaching world is just it's going to shit. Like they just, oh, we just bring them all in one spot, get it all over it like this. Just put them all in one little place. We ain't gonna take our time to do it the right way. Like we just gonna put them all in one place and do it like this. Everybody, everybody come here. We have rooms here, rooms there, rooms here, rooms here. And y'all got them all at the same times. So you didn't think you got? If we got in my district, it's not even a fourth of the size of HISD, and we got thousands, you know, thousands of employees. HISD got to have how many you think employees HISD got? Have? Got to be like I don't know. I don't 40, know. 40,000 maybe. I would say more than that. I would say more than that. 45,000. So you got all them people coming to one spot location to get PD. I would say a and, lot more than that. And you think that's going to run smooth? I don't know. Well, maybe. They said it's like 30. 30,000. Still, that's a lot of people. 30,000 people coming. Yeah. One spot. You think it's going well, I think that um, what's his name? Fob, not his name wasn't Fobbs. What was his name? Um, the 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 superintendent, whatever. I think I that. Some, well, no, no, I'm Go not ahead. talking about the new one. I'm talking about the old one. Uh huh. I think sometimes people just get a bad rap for what they do, and at the end of the day, when you actually see the people who are there, like doing it. Sometimes they, some people, you know, sometimes people got a good plan and sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. We was talking about this in the house earlier today. How, you know, sometimes you got somebody who like, I'm coaching and they'll be like, I, right, I'm coaching your daughter team. Mm-hmm. And I got the, the Google calendar going for you to know when the practices are. And I got the group me happening so I can keep you up to date with all kinds of things. And I'm going to send all the information via Slack and we got a group and blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. And, um, oh yeah, and I got when I come over there. Look, this is the this is the lot the um, schedule of things we're gonna do. We're gonna end right at this time. Make sure you bring water bottles and whatever, whatever, whatever. That's a way more enjoyable experience than somebody who just kind of like I know what I'm doing and just like oh yeah, I'll let you know the day before. Oh yeah, we practicing again tomorrow. Blah blah blah. So maybe the people who over HISD just kind of don't fucking. They're not good. They're not good at organizing. They're not good at running a school district. They haven't a thought about all the fucking shit that you need to think about with a district this size. Or maybe, that's the, that's one thought. Or the other thought is that maybe we just seeing all the bad stuff. And they mm-hmm. got good stuff happening out behind closed doors. And just because, you know, they yeah, want to highlight the bad, yeah. maybe we're seeing the bad. So that's my two thoughts on it. I'm not sure where I really land on it, but that's my two bigger thoughts. Well, I, I think the takeover is causing a lot of problems. I think people... Sit sit high sometime and not really in the the the, the muck of stuff, and you just start throwing stuff together. This is what we're gonna do, and we're gonna do it like this, just because it's different than like you know my people. Sometimes people take over. Oh, okay, well, what you was doing ain't work. That's why I'm here, and yeah. just start doing stuff, and they don't they don't realize until it actually happens. That hold on, okay, y'all that's actually had a that's why y'all, y'all doing it that way. Y'all actually had a good infrastructure. Y'all just needed some help executing it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a big believer of when you come to something new, you know, you kind of keep some of the same things to see how it runs first. Or you come there, if you get a chance to come there early enough to see how stuff runs, then you can go in and change stuff as it needs to be changed. I don't think you come in and just, 
uproot the whole thing and just this how we gonna do it. Everybody's come to this spot, you know, or do it like that. Even like, I know the the first um the the first that is a principal they tell you new principal they tell you hey you don't gotta go into school and change everything in one day. You go in there and see the procedures and routines they have in place, or even a CEO of a company sometimes, you know, or whatever. You just don't come in and just scrap everything unless it was just completely terrible and you have an instructor that work. But it still has to be something that fits the mold of where you are. You know, but I like that was a bad move. I don't Especially care. with the, the PR of it all, like the public yeah. relations of what's happening yeah. in, in, in HISD. Um, That's true. You know, people are wanting to buck back. So yeah. you can't give them a reason to buck back. Yeah, you could have kept PD the same way they've been going for all these, you know. Well, it could have been changed, but you could I'm, I'm not mad about you using those spaces, but you could have did a whole lot better than sending all those people at that one spot. And the hallway should never look like that in no PD You done, we we done both been to thousands of PDs. This should never look like that. Yeah, never. that that's just it's that's Let's just like we never been to a PD that looked anything like we saw in that video. Never like PD conferences, like coming out of a big a big hall conference. Yeah, sometimes it get crowded, but it's never that crazy. Like that's wild. You'd have been the ones way bigger than I've been to, so it wasn't. It didn't look like it didn't look like that. Like that's 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 crazy. It's it's a real weird thing, right? That people were saying they was there all day and couldn't get into any sessions. I don't know if I believe that shit. I don't believe that because there's no because way you, you could just out. go to the next one. Go wait at the door for the next one if you're ready. If you no, you just leave. Uh, no, Al, you leave. Unless you're just there clowning. We are, we might be, but I'm only there for an hour laughing with you. Yeah. I'm like, all right, man, I'm finna, we finna go. Where you, hey, but wait, let's go. You, you Where we at? Y'all gonna go to Papa? Papa? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We gonna go to the boot real quick. They, they open at 10, 10 30. Let's go have some brews, man. Fuck, we, you know, we can't get in. What they gonna tell us? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm only, right. yeah, I'm only there for an hour. Man, I can't get in. I'm, I'm gonna find me a little spot like we at the club and why people walk by and fuss and, and fight and laugh. And then I'll be like, all right, bro, I was here, you know. If I need to take a little picture to show you I couldn't get in, I'm out, man. Because once three people show me, tell me you can't. If I go to my first PD, you tell me I can't get in, I won't see that next one. Oh, if I wait an hour and then try to go to the next one, and the people are just like, no, we're not getting up because we've heard they ain't got nowhere to go. I, I'm gone. The no clothes? The I bet. Nah. Not with the ambulance coming through there. <laughs> Pushing people out in strollers. Yeah. Strollers and uh wheelchairs, that's a whole other thing. Hey, um, uh, they got a couple of things that I would like to talk about, Ooh. but I might just push some stuff. What you was about to say, hey, did you see that thing? Um, so uh, I forgot where it was at, but this uh, little kid that this, his father sent his son out to take the trash out, 12 year old kid to take the trash out, and then uh, police roll up on him, Boop. light him up, pull guns, arrest him. They had a, a foot chase in the same vicinity. Got the little kid. He had trash bag in his hand. Dumped the trash out. Walking back to his apartment. From your door to not even the end of your street. Like maybe like halfway, if that. <clears throat> Roll up. Put him in handcuffs. Him him up. Surround him. Dad come outside like, hey, whoa, whoa that's my son. Just came outside, put the trash. I put the he, he from Jamaica. He put the garbage. He came to put the garbage. Hmm. You know, he barefooted, whatever. Like he real Jamaican dad, going off, going crazy, going crazy, going crazy. A lot of people got him stealing handcuffs, like not letting them go. Four, five of them around him, got him down in the car, talking crazy. You know, telling dad get back, stay back, stay back. Like, what would you do in a situation? You sent you sent three outside. Well, number one, you send an apartment, but. That part, but you sit on my side, take the garbage out. That happens. How do you respond to that? Um, I think that I think the I think my natural inclination would be if they hemmed him up and he in like handcuffs and not like beating him. I think I'm running over there with my hands straight up mm-hmm. like stop 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 not put my hands in my pockets no nothing just stop yeah. stop stop but i'm running up 
Mm-hmm. And I'm saying the same things. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to talk to him real stern. And it's my hope that my neighbors or our security cameras are catching all of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm I'm all like automatically thinking that I'm going to sue the police. I think that mm-hmm. I'm thinking that my whole way running outside. Like, because just like we had this story about Starbucks earlier, mm-hmm. this shit happens entirely too much. Mm-hmm. And if you ain't doing nothing, you have no, they have no right to be slamming you down and hemming you up yeah. for nothing if you did nothing. And even if this lawsuit costs me $20,000 in lawyer fees and I only get 50, mm-hmm. well, so be it. So we got you got $30,000, so. Then that's what we're doing with it. And I'm mm-hmm. suing. And I'm absolutely suing if I'm not doing, like, because I feel like the police don't have the right if you're not doing nothing to hem you up. I agree. And, and and him you up could mean a lot of things. Like, I guess they got the right to tell you, go in your house or talk bad to you or maybe even push you. But the time when you're kind of getting restrained and whatever else, getting jacked up, uh-uh. My, my thing, Al, with the whole thing is, if, if, if you're in a foot chase, you see a nigga walking. They was foot chasing the boy with the- Some, No, not him. Somebody okay. else. Mm-hmm. A whole other person. On a foot chase, uh, you know, they chase somebody. And the dude was so quick that he got out there and he's like, bam. Put on some 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 crocs, some some other shorts, and he walking back from the trash can or dumping the trash, and that's who you think that is. Yeah. Like that part for me is crazy. I'm with you, I'm hands up the whole time, but that's my fucking son. Mm-hmm. He just came out the goddamn house, man. Let my fucking son go, dog. He ain't got oh, nothing. Yeah, Whatever I'm, y'all doing, I'm gonna be loud and got nothing to do with it. Yeah, bro. He ain't got nothing to do with that. My hands up the whole time, but I'm gonna. Hey, no, I ain't getting back. That's my son. That's my twelve year old kid, bro. I ain't going nowhere. I'm gonna stay right here. I'm gonna comply, but I ain't getting back, dog. Because like, what I I'm need for you to do is hit me, so I can get paid. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> but I'm saying like, no, no. That's my son. He ain't got nothing. He just came out the house, get thrown out the trash, bro. You're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Like they had him in handcuffs, bro, by the car. Like his daddy, his daddy was he was he was walking back and forth talking this shit, but he wasn't close enough for me. They had the car, Paul. He was over the, the boy was like it looked like they put him inside the car, like they put him in the car in handcuffs at twelve, going to take out the trash. Like my thing is. Bro, somebody. Oh, yeah. paid for and this I mean, and, and yeah, and it is a lawsuit on like some emotional trauma too. Yeah, but then what do you tell your son when he when you get him like? Well, one thing I didn't like when he he they they released his son back to him, and he was he embraced his son, man. Like his son got his son. He was he was he was crying and shit. He got behind his daddy. Dad was still talking. He said, "Come talk to me." I'm grabbing my son. Like, hey, y'all can come talk to me, but let me let me talk to my son for a second. You know what I'm saying? That shit. Bro, that shit was, it was crack. I can only imagine, bro. And this it's, it's, nigga, parenting is different in Jamaica. Stop. That's true too. Way well, wasn't in Jamaica. It he was just in, told that man, "It's Ira. It's Ira, man. It's it's Ira. We son, we we don't live here anymore. I promise you. Look, <laughs> we move. Rise, Clyde. It's a Jamaica Queens and shit. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I get it. Like I said, I get it. And I, don't, I hate to even think about those scenarios, but if I do, I would like to think that I'm level-headed in the moment to understand that. Like, I think about that with police all the time because I thought about that, like, at, at a very young age. And I know that that's a, something white boys probably never grew up thinking about. This idea that... I, I remember one time thinking that I didn't like police because police could, like, beat your daddy up and get away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, when you're growing up, you always think your daddy is, like, the toughest nigga. But, mm-hmm. like, that police could just come and just, if they wanted to, just take out nightsticks and beat your daddy. And, and Yeah, I got him to like the police. Or if they wanted to say, shut the fuck up and don't say nothing else, bitch, to your daddy, mm-hmm. he can't really say nothing because they got guns, they got all the power, they got all of the whatever. So they could yeah. be as, 
and that's why I never like that in front of you. Yeah. They could be the worst fucking humans on earth, and they could mm-hmm. get away with it. So I yeah. always kind of had a healthy um, dislike of of police for that reason, especially bad police. That's like kind of my fear. So hearing that kind of story, it would be my fears kind of coming to life. Like seeing yeah. a, a fucking cop abusing his power and going off on my son. And then and then obviously sitting there like, oh no, we don't know if that's we gotta check your story to make sure the whole nine, I'd be like, nah, <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. But I mean, what you gonna do, right? At the end of the day, that's that's one of them things that you know, somebody that pick up the case. I know some I know some lawyers that'll pick up that case. Oh yeah, that, they had the whole thing on camera too. Some people had it on camera. But it was just like that was that was I saw that uh earlier today, I was like, God damn, bro, that like, you know, especially I'm like I remember being 15, first first on a drive. Uh, mama had a car, nice car. I used to drive her car. Tell her to get washed. You know, you take your mama's car to get washed. She going to make the little, your little rounds in it. Make my little rounds. Whoop, pull me over. Like, who called this is? My mama called. Where the dope at? I was like, dope? Man, I ain't got no dope. I'm 15. <laughs> like, nah. You got dope. Where the dope at? You know what I mean? Put my little mama in my pocket. Like, had me on the on the on the hood, hot hood, that type of shit. While we home talking about that, nigga, nigga ain't said word. Nigga put his shoes on, went straight to the police station. <laughs> mm. Give me one name you saw. I was like, boy, nigga went straight over there. You know what I mean? But that that shit was. You different than me. When that shit happened to me, I didn't even go tell nobody when I got home. I went to because I was like, I don't want y'all motherfuckers. Um... Go and tell me I can't leave the house because y'all scared them people gonna jack me up in the city, man. Oh no, I ain't had them kind of parents. My parents still, man, the nigga leave, but my parents, mom, they they was out for blood. Mm. But you know, in two in what ninety six silver spoon niggas ninety seven, we ain't get the no blood, spoon. but I ain't get put over for a while. That's a big call. <laughs> <laughs> big crawl. He grew up in a he grew up in a night and 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 uh, Carlos' parents had a very good marriage. <laughs> Shit, we ain't gonna put my people parents. Hey man, speaking of parents, man, uh, what you think about your boy Michael Orr from The Blind Side? That motherfucker said he ain't got no money from that movie, and them motherfuckers ain't really ever even adopted him. That's so wild. That's so crazy. Like how did well? That's crazy. I, well, really. What's nuts is he didn't have said it about it, period. Maybe just a dude like, man, I'm in the league. I ain't about to. But I remember him saying in an interview, like, bro, I, I could. He wasn't really like that. The movie didn't depict how they was. And I guess if the if the movie did depict, like, the nigga was regular, he was already, a, like, nigga said I was already All-American when they when they found me. I was already cold. Like, nigga, I just, they just, you know, helped me out a little bit. I was already straight. You know, I was, so. That's, well, you know. he said that they, the movie fucked him up because the movie made it look like he was a dumb nigga that they had to do all kinds yeah, of shit. Yeah, but they, he said they didn't know. And he said that's what like NFL teams like was looking at that shit like a Wonder League test. Like, well, we would bring in Orr, but he is a dumb motherfucker. He was in the league already, though, then. I know, well, but still yeah. motherfuckers was like trying oh, to yeah. perpetuate that shit. Um, but he said, like, basically, he thought he was signing adoption or some kind of papers. But in reality, he was signing, like, a conservatorship where they could, like, use his image and shit like that or something. This basically is all kind of fucked up in the game. They hit that both the three. They hit the, the first, that was the first 360 deal. 360 deal. You're right there. Right. <laughs> That's crazy, boy. White folk, wow. But oh, the, yeah. I wonder, how much did them people win off that, though? Oh, they won a lot. That movie was like Academy Award winning and shit. Do you think they, but was their percentage big enough to? Yeah, they were split four ways between the mom and the daddy and the two white cheering brother and sister, not him. Big facts. That's crazy. That's crazy. But you know, that's that's just they they're doing it one time for all the white folks who didn't adopt the black kid who ain't never turned out to be shit. Yeah, because they got he got throw his head now. Oh, he got a whole lot of them. A whole lot of they, they thought it was gonna be something until you got the motherfucker. They, in your trying, house they was like, trying to take LeBron James. Hey, LeBron, you can come live with us. No, no, I'm straight. Nah. Gloria, you know Gloria won't have that shit. Gloria, Gloria, the nigga stayed with some coaches. That some coaches won from behind LeBron. Yeah. But then we got them. They got some Nike shit to this day. To this day. But uh, <laughs> the boys ain't the boys ain't signed nothing like that away. 
That's crazy though. That's uh, I mean, but that's that's the that's the power of not knowing, right? And it you know? is also the power that got me thinking about a fight. Big three, big three, big three, big three. That's a mess. 74, Michael O got me thinking about a fire big three. And um this one, let's go with our big three athletes that we wouldn't know shit about if it wasn't for uh for them being on the TV or a movie or something like that. Like Michael Orr, like, man, if it wasn't for the big three, he'd just be like another offensive lineman. Give me another one of them yeah. big three athletes we wouldn't know shit about. Man, I would have never, ever, ever, ever known. Who the fuck Lenny Cook was? Mm. If they didn't come out with that little doc with that boy, would have never known. You know, now he was cold. Was supposed to be say so better than Bron, all of that. But I would have never known it was a Lenny Cook. But we knew it was a bunch of Lenny Cooks out there. You went, you went but, sports documentary. So I got a couple sports documentary. I, had, yeah. I was going more movies, but you I couldn't find a bunch of the movies. Well, I mean, I went with the most obvious one first. Yeah, Rudy. Rudy. I would have never known who Rudy was if it wasn't never for the known. movie Rudy. Rudy hey, was just Al, been some nigga who I played wa- one. Go ahead. I watched the movie. I watched Rudy a lot of times. A lot of times. I was a fan of Rudy. Did I almost wanted to go to... To Notre Dame. What? You wanted to go to Notre Dame to be Rudy? Almost. But no. <laughs> Them boys was in church. When I, find, I saw they was going to church. It's like, nah. Rudy was my first one who I wouldn't know nothing if it wasn't for a movie though. Who else you got, man? Um, I got the movie The Rookie. Mm. That boy Jim Morris. That was real. That boy was a science teacher, ended up playing in the major leagues, bro. Yeah. And Jim Morris would have never known. That's a good one. Would have never known. I'm going to go back to my upbringing. And uh, they used to wake us watch this movie in like fifth grade. Mm. And I didn't really know who it was. Hold up. You was going to use? No. No, go ahead. No, I, I think I know you. Go ahead. They used to make us watch Brian's song all the time, man. Brian's uh-huh. song was a movie with Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo. And the boys was the two running backs for the Bears. And Brian Piccolo got cancer and he died. I would have never known who Brian Piccolo was. I would have known Damn, who Sayers was, but I never would have known who Brian Piccolo was if we didn't watch that movie. They used to make us watch it every, like, maybe two, three years in a row we had to watch. Damn, Brian I didn't know you was going there. I thought you was going to the other, uh, you know movie. what I'm talking about. Uh, it's a kind of documentary with them boys in uh, Detroit. Uh the nigga went to the white school. The nigga went to the black school. Oh, yeah. They, they was on my list, too. That's Hoop Dreams. Hoop Dreams. That's where I thought you was going. They on my list, too. They yeah, I got them on my list, too. Uh, I guess my last one. I would have never known this boy was a real coach. <laughs> Ken Carter. Coach Carter. Coach <laughs> <laughs> hey. And that boy was winning. The boy had them niggas right. I had never known. Coach Carter. <laughs> never known Coach Carter was really like that. Well, you know the coach on I remember the Titans was a real coach too, so they had a couple of little coaches we could yeah. with. I went with a coach my last one, man. So I was gonna think about Arthur A. G. and William Gates from uh from That's uh, from uh Hoop Dreams, my favorite movie, the best movie of all time. One but I decided I was gonna go with a running back. It was gonna either be Marcus Dupree. Ooh. Who I would have never known if it wasn't you won his the greatest who you never won was. You won his But week. I decided to go with Booby Miles because Booby. fictional yeah. fictional running backs are better. I would have never known Chris Comer, Booby yeah. Miles. I would have never known nobody on that 85 per Perriman team. Odessa Perriman team. Odessa Perriman. Perman. Odessa Perman. I wouldn't even know. But Boys lost to Carter. In the, hey, Carter beat that ass, though. They Carter lost to Carter in the semifinals. Yeah. If you ever read the book, they never yeah, made they, it to yeah. the finals. I about to say that. Yeah, they, they, they made it where they tried to, yeah, they tried to slip them up that one. And it wasn't no, it wasn't no last second loss. Them boys took the L. Boy, get out of here, man. They you got, you the, got some. Go ahead. Go ahead. You got some honorable um, mentions? Nope. Well, I got one, though. I would have never known they had women playing baseball. 
Oh, you're talking it's about the league, league of their own? I would have never known that. Well, Jake LaMotta, the, the Raging Bull, I wouldn't have known nothing about him. That that was the thing. Billy Bean. Yeah. Money, Moneyball. Those are some ones that came to my mm. head that I was like, oh, I thought I, I would have never known, known uh, Sam Cotton was just, I thought he was just another nigga LeBron was just carrying his back. I think it was actually left left and like, nah, y'all go do that. I'm finna go play football, my boy. If there wasn't no movies, <laughs> then we wouldn't have heard about a lot of these people. But I mean, that's the good things about sports movies, man. You can take yeah, old, any old body. We could make a um, a low TSU documentary and people might grow up saying, oh man, you remember uh, Carlos Pierce? We'll <laughs> call it 99 for that one play you had. <laughs> more than one play, bitch. One Fuck play, you. one play, daddy. Call I'm it in one the books, play. though. The longest yard, yeah. The, long, the longest yards. <laughs> put an S on that. Y'all stupid. Hey, look, and this was this was a labor of love like none other because I'm Ooh. exhausted today. It's late night, but we still get people what they want. We appreciate yeah. y'all um, sticking in there, checking us out for the week. You know what I'm saying? Um, tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a friend. Y'all stopped that long time ago. Yeah, we we've been watching with y'all, watching. Y'all ain't exactly. watching like y'all supposed to. Stop. You gotta get back to ten thousand every weekly. Week. So, Come on, yeah. y'all stay locked in, man. And until next time, man, y'all have a great weekend. Bang, 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 bang. Make it the best friend weekend. Bang, 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 bang. And we bang. out. Bang. That go to the lady who pulled coke in that little boy. Right, shoot.